0: Welcome back to The Dark Side, everyone. We hope that you've been having a nice day or week. Not gonna lie, guys, we're a bit scared to do this intro because we know that our last episode was very, very clunky and we're, like, very concerned on making this just better quality. Yeah, this is the second episode for the Antagonist Duo. I'm Lean and Camila's on here too and we're the wonderful duo that runs this company, so welcome back. We're just going to be talking about
1: a few things. Camila, is there anything you want to add? Yeah, this episode's going to be focused on just changing our lives and fall vibes and how we feel about the school year. So So what books are you reading right now, Camila? Honestly, I took my friend to the library and he'd never been to the library before, like in his life. He didn't have a library card or anything. Like is it just me or is that kind of wild? Never been to a Like, not even a school library or like the public library? I guess he's been to a school library and he's like supposed to be intelligent or whatnot. Supposed to be intelligent? (laughs) He's like, the library just gives me weird vibes. I'm like, a library gives him weird (laughs) vibes? I what know, kind of I vibes like
0: does I, a library give him? Apparently what? there's a lot of
1: homeless people in the library, but I don't even know. So I took him to go to the library for the first time in his life. I got him a library card. And so I ended up having to, we got a bunch of medical books. But oh, of course. But I also got some books of my own. I've been reading the um, Raven Boy series by Maggie Stiefvater. It's so good. Have you, like, you've heard of it, right? Yeah, you've told me about it. I I haven't read it, but
0: I might just add it to my list.
1: Yes, you should, because it's about this girl, and she meets these boys. I guess it's because of quarantine, but I just kind of missed the, like, stupid boy energy that <laughs> I got at Cock County High School every day. It's really brought it back, because they make stupid decisions, but in this book, they're hot, so that's new. It's just about... Her and she has it lives in a family of psychics and like they go on these little adventures and i'm gonna be starting the last book of that series soon i got a random book on philosophy because i know nothing about it so that's oh gonna...
0: is it like thoreau or ayn rand or who are you trying oh
1: are you into philosophy yeah i've read some yes you're like I'm. Kind, i'm a bit of a philosopher myself I, <laughs> I can't believe okay I did it because one of my friends is like he's a philosophy nerd it's by the, it's called the philosophy book big ideas simply explained. so it's basically not any like original texts but oh, I, I see. feel like it's a I good place mean. for me to start yeah that's yeah, good more it's like ordered cr- chronologically
0: I will say philosophy books I feel like take much longer for me to get through than any other nonfiction or fiction literature, just because if I'm reading something by Rand or Emerson, then I have to read a page or two and then take a second to think about what the heck I just read and process it, because some of the stuff they're saying really resonates with me, and I'm just really vibing with it. And then some other stuff, I really just got to think about what exactly they're trying to say. And also philosophy books are very controversial. Like whenever I ask anybody about Rand, they either feel very strongly that they agree with her or they think she's like disrespectful to the entire human race. It's there is no in between.
1: Do you know when she's like what era she's from?
0: It was definitely early 90s. But she's very famous for Atlas Shrugged or The Fountainhead or Anthem. I own The Fountainhead. I also believe I own Atlas Shrugged. Her work is definitely interesting because it's not just pure philosophy. She combines it into a plot, kind of like George Orwell, who, by the way, is our author of the month. I love George Orwell so much. He really took one for the team for humanity here. He actually chose to be poor. It was his choice. He was fine financially, but decided that he wanted to experience. He also used a pseudonym, so his real name is Eric Blair. I know all of this from like seventh grade English. This is embarrassing. He wrote Animal Farm," which I'm sure a ton of people have read for school. He also I've wrote read that for school. yes, yes, he also wrote nineteen eighty four which I'm sure is everybody's favorite by him. It's just big brother i got i I have too much to say about that book for another time. I just think that philosophy is very interesting, especially when it's combined with an actual fictional plot, like how George Orwell and Rand do it.
1: Wow. Yeah, she's not on here, but we ha- for, like, the modern philosophy, we have, like, Zizek, Slavage, I'm I'm definitely butchering this name, Slavage, Zizek, Peter Singer. I'm excited. I have no idea what I'm going to read. I'm more interested, I guess, like, like I have no idea what I'm getting into, but apparently there's, like, a lot of moral and ethical debating and stuff, so yes. I'm into that. George Orwell brings me back Not. to my, like, rebellious phase, where I just
0: wanted to go live in a cabin by myself, away from society and government.
1: I mean, I guess... I don't know, for me, I read Animal Farm, and it was very uncomfortable, and, like, I didn't, I ranted to my, on a PowerPoint in sophomore English about Animal Farm and George Orwell and how much I didn't like it.
0: What? That is Animal Farm is legendary. It's the epitome of an allegory. Yes, it's an allegory for, like, human suffering. The (laughs) Soviet Union. The Soviet Union. But uh along the same lines, I just finished rereading Fahrenheit 451 by Bradbury and that gives off very similar vibes to 1984. So if you're into dystopian, rebellious, screw the government, literature, definitely check Fahrenheit 451 out. These books don't actually give me a fall vibe, but they're still very
1: relevant, I think today. Yes. I read 451 in freshman English, so that was also, it's also a pretty popular read. What books give you fall
0: vibes? Or, like, is well, there a specific genre um,
1: or type or author? I don't know. For me, more, it's like, I know I'm just bringing back, because I'm such a fan of my, uh, the Raven Boys. The Raven Boys, okay, the reason why, I mean, like pick the mysterious case of albert academy is because it's about school but it's also like kind of like prep school and like there's nothing that says fall vibes to me than like like reading about fancy like prep school people doing their fancy <laughs> prep school things the little uniforms and the little formals all the different little fall adventures and the fall walks through the woods that's why i picked that book It's kind of gives me fall vibes basically anything school-related romance books also give me fall vibes because they're just so cozy and the best.
0: For me, it's mystery, probably. The Shadow of the Wind gives me major fall vibes. Also classics. Classics give me very fall vibes because they kind of remind me of dark academia, drinking tea or coffee in a flannel kind of vibe. (laughs) Again, I I will read The Shadow of the Wind in every season ever so maybe that's kind of biased
1: okay got you
0: okay i've seen a lot of tiktoks on fashion side of tiktok with dark academia outfits and i would definitely wear those while reading the shadow of the wind and like drinking black tea or something so i vibe with it sometimes i just i have to be in a mood for it i guess
1: Yeah, I think it's a very, that's a very fall thing. That's kind of where the prep school thing comes from. Like, I think it's like light academia and fall academia. Like, if I had some of those outfits, I'd be showing up at school and I'd just be like, I'd be like, who's that girl? Because (laughs) I think it looks so fine. Like, they look like they're just being so smart and stuff. Like, catch me in 10 years being like full on dark academia nerd. But we'll see. Well, considering what? that I definitely go to a different kind of school, were you, like... I know that you were
0: wondering if I got fall vibes from my school or my city.
1: Yeah, well, okay, the thing is, I mean, I live in the country, so, like, uh, we have Max Patch, where you can just go up and see, like, the fall, the bunch of, like, mountains and trees, and you can see everything turning red and green, and, like, you can see all the yellows and reds, like, in the leaves, and it's very fun, and... It's really pretty and I was wondering do you get that in the city trash that you live in? City trash. (laughs) I we we still have leaves, (laughs) Camila.
0: We have trees (laughs) here. But we definitely don't look out into the mountains and see like bears or anything. So I don't know really what to tell you. Sometimes but in terms of fall vibes, you- I do get them around my school campus probably more than anywhere else. Just because, I mean, they purposely plant specific kinds of trees on campus. And when you're walking around no. or going to the library or something, no. then obviously it gives off fall vibes or they change colors. Oh, and my God. They replant oh flowers like every semester <laughs> or something. So <laughs> it's like... It's I fall love- vibes. It's fall vibes, but it's almost like, hold on, superficial fall vibes. But, okay, I will say that when I'm, like, heading to school in the morning and I'm making my tea in the cafeteria because I just got out from, like, cross-country practice, that gives me fall vibes. And that's 100% real just because it's running, like, really early in the morning when it's foggy, drinking tea and changing into my uniform, <laughs> To go to class, so I guess. Oh that my gives, god, that gives me fall vibes. I didn't even think. Of, I didn't. All even of that think
1: description, this... all of this description, I would literally be in love with a book about your school because, like, that's the <laughs> kind of stuff I'm into. Like walking to class in uniforms, like with the trees. Like you guys have planted trees that, like, they specifically plant trees to make it seem more like autumnal or whatnot. <laughs> and you get making tea to. Cr- I used to bring my my little, like, tea
0: sifter, I used to bring my tea sifter to school, like, the whole canister thing. Are you for real? I actually, I think, like, I spent half of sophomore year making tea in the middle of class, my teachers would be like, ma'am, we are learning about the Civil War, what are you doing making tea? I I don't know, I used to, but then again, that was during APUSH, Push. How did you make tea? What? I would bring, like, I would fill it up with hot water, and then I used to carry a bag of tea leaves and a bag of sugar with me, and also some mint. And I would sit there and bring out all my supplies and just start assembling my tea in the little canister. And I would bring a cup. How did it heat up? Like, if it stayed hot? I would just, I know, I would just, I would go to the cafeteria before class. I would, like, rush. I would sprint and fill it up with boiling water from the cafeteria, and then. Run back to class.
1: Make your tea. Yeah. Oh
0: my gosh. I now that I think about it, what was I not gonna lie, I kinda wanna do it what again. But that was a that was a that rather sounds hard fun time of my
1: life. Yeah. It sounds kinda fun though, I'm not gonna lie, because like, you know, I would be so into <laughs> a book about your school. Just go off, you can do it. I'd be into that.
0: I know a lot of things are changing in terms of school because Miss Rona just won't
1: stop. Miss <laughs> Miss Rona? I've never heard of that. (laughs) She's like the sassy school secretary, Miss Rona. (laughs) She just won't quit.
0: So for my school, at least, we're doing 50% in-person, 50% online. And I've already been to some like in-person events with my school. Nobody knows how to social distance at all. And they're not enforcing it the way they should. And so I feel like... If I end up going in person, okay. I'm gonna
1: follow the rules myself. Plus, everybody's gonna get, sure. everybody's gonna get it at getting it at your school, right? Like everybody. Yeah, a bunch the of people, people are got getting it. it at your school.
0: Yeah, and so for me, I think I'm just gonna keep to myself. I'm only gonna hang out with the people that also social distance and whatnot. But other than that, they say that if our classes have under twelve people, then we're allowed to go in person. And so I might just have to go to school every day just because most of my classes are under 12 people.
1: For me, you either have the option to go online or do like a little bit more in person. So we're having like, there's like 400 kids, I think. I don't know, maybe it's like 40, 60 that are going like, because I know a lot of my friends are going to go completely online. But the thing for me is that they're not doing honors classes online, and I'm all about that, so I'm going to be trooping in. Everybody's getting Chromebooks, so that's kind of fun, and I think they have touchscreen on them, so that's going to be nice. <laughs> Hopefully they're going to be giving us internet, so I think Ooh, we're that all really be very excited nice. about that.
0: For me, it's yes. just, they're making us do a lot, of, so I'm a rising senior, and so they're making us do a lot of senior... A lot of senior events in person and so if they're dragging me onto campus with all these girls anyway then what's the point you know so I just exactly I don't know how I want to feel about it because it could lead to impending doom and they're gonna they're gonna try it out for maybe three weeks and then reassess what they can do better what needs to change
1: how many kids do you have in your like how many kids are in your class again in my grade is probably I think last time I took it was eighty
0: two. It's very small. Oh
1: yeah, um, we have like fourteen hundred kids, or like fourteen or it's either fourteen or fifteen hundred kids in our not in our class, but in our school. So we have probably have about four hundred ish. I don't know. I can't do math. Something like <laughs> three hundred fifty in our class. That's how many you have in your like school. Exactly. I think in our upper school we have three hundred, if
0: not less. Oh my god. This is is just definitely a life-changing experience. I Sometimes I don't even realize we're going through it. Like when I'm going somewhere, putting my mask on. Do you remember when we first got news of Rona and it was TikTok was all making jokes about it and no school was ever worried until March when everyone was like, no, yeah, we got to lock down everything. And even then I feel like nobody was that concerned But look at how big of it. The U.S. is just doing terribly. When I look at other countries and how they're running their schools. or I know that in the U.K. they had their first like socially distanced concert. And what they did was they just separated tables by who's coming. And, I mean, obviously a lot of people weren't allowed to come. But it's just the way in which other countries are handling it. And the way the U.S. is handling it makes it seem like... It's just it's our other countries like
1: almost over.
0: Base like, yeah, their curve is exactly. Their curve is flattening or declining and ours is just continuing to rise because we don't know how to do any of this. And then on top of it all we have an election coming up. I just don't know what is going to happen with everything. It's very worrisome, but at the same time it's become normal.
1: Yes. Like I know a lot of people where I work, a lot of people are thinking that we'll never be able to, you know, not wear masks again and we're never gonna have to get take them off and all of this and it's only been mandatory for my town to start wearing masks for probably about a couple weeks maybe three I don't know hasn't been mandatory for everyone to and even now it's not like mandatory like if they don't want to wear masks then we don't have to like let them they can still shop everything's changed it's crazy it's just like it all changed in an instant too it's just it really did it's been very
0: fast and progressive and i just hope that within a year or so everything is going back to normal but or normal as in this pandemic just dies out i know that afterward nothing is actually going to go back to the way it used to be i mean it's changed people too much and it's So I just hope that everybody stays safe and I just hope everything's going to be okay for everyone listening, whether it's going back to school or college applications or social distancing. I just hope you all stay safe and are well and happy. Other than that, yeah, keep reading,
1: stay safe. You know, the best thing that you can do is just keep reading through this. Have some escapism (laughs) and this reading is definitely a good place to start, so... Click on the link in our bio to check out The Antagonist. Thanks for listening in, and once again, The Dark Side is happy to have you.